Hello and welcome to It Starts With Beer. I'm your host, Will Sis, and I've got a nice episode for you this time around. Um, I had a chance to talk to Chris and Christina Sayer, who are the husband and wife team behind Brewery Legitimus in New Hartford, Connecticut. A great brewery, open since 2016, and like every other brewery in the country, is figuring out what to do in the time of this coronavirus scare. I interviewed Christina uh, first and Chris, and I just figured I'd bring you a bit of uh, my interview with them, and um, I hope you enjoy. So, um, what was the first, you know, business reaction you had to the news that there was, you know, a coronavirus, and then how did that evolve as you learned more? Yeah, so I, I think um, if I kind of think back to a week ago, it's, it feels like it's been a year because so much has happened in one short week, mm. um, but we reacted um, kind of when we heard that um, schools would be closing was when it kind of hit our, our reality um, you know pretty abruptly um, and we knew that we had to do something um, for our tap room because we generally have large groups of, of people in the tap room enjoying beers on a regular weekend but this was um, the weekend that we were going to be um, communally celebrating St. Patrick's Day um, you know one of the biggest um, days of our year sure. um, and we had to you know Chris and I just kind of sat there in the evening um, I think it was maybe Thursday evening uh, last week. Uh, we knew the kids were going to school on Friday for their last day in what we thought was two weeks, and, and now we know is, is even longer. Um, and we said we had to do something about, you know, how we were going to handle handle the weekend with our tap room, and we decided to, you know, write just a, a letter from the heart about um, – you know what what was a struggle between um you know detrimental um impact to our business and um you know potentially a, a, a very large health issue um and we said what is the best thing for everyone involved what what can we do to to kind of mitigate this and um so we you know continue to look at the news um decided that it would be best to avoid any um, anything that would attract large groups of people to our tap room over the weekend, mm. um, particularly when it, at the time we were talking about no uh, groups of more than 250 people. Um, you know, certainly our tap room doesn't accommodate that many so we felt we were fine but we canceled our music we we told our customers that you know this was more important and you know we felt it was better to to keep everyone safe so we canceled the music on saturday um and then it just kind of devolved from there um you know of course um monday we were told that um 
restaurants and bars and tap rooms like ours um, were you know forced to close at, at 8 p.m we decided um, over the weekend that we would we would begin to do a curbside pickup um, option you know we, we had to think on our feet well we you know we didn't want to completely close down um, um, we quickly put up a, a curbside pickup online order you know kind of a rough, system um and worked out the kinks all last week um it's been a trip Mm. now how's it working out um we had we had a great response over the weekend um you know certainly there are a lot of people that are more cautious um and they're exercising the social distancing um but uh, we did very well. Um, you know, people responded really well to it. And a lot of people just with words of support and um, wanting to help out small businesses, we did a lot of um, promoting of our own restaurants in town. Um, you know, we picked up takeout from all of the good restaurants that we have locally to support them and, and they did the same. And it was just one big love fest, I'll tell you. Like, you know, without without being able to hug people <laughs> and shake their hands, we felt the love and it was um it was really um energizing and um empowering and it, you know, the beginning of the week was pretty um pretty uh tough for us just figuring out what is this going to look like is it going to be okay and by the end of the weekend we really were um in much better um you know it was a much better outlook for us how has this impacted you guys uh, internally in terms of staffing have you had to cut back on hours um what what's life been like within within the family of brewery legitimus yeah, so so sadly, we did have to cut back hours without having a tap room. Um, our beer tenders are um, are affected, and you know, just from a business perspective, Chris and I said, you know, if if we're going to drastically reduce our um, financial income from loss of ta- of tap room sales, then we we do have to cut cut folks we were able to bring um a couple of our full-time employees back in for um for the weekend so friday saturday sunday we did um we did have help but um for the majority of the week it was just chris and i kind of um in the trenches there that's tough uh do they do they tend to have other other gigs other uh, uh forms of income most of them are uh, employed elsewhere, so, um, uh, you know, of course, uh, this is just a tough situation for everyone. I mean, bars, restaurants, hair salons, um, schools, everywhere that is um, having to shut down, the income is not coming in and, and people are losing their jobs. It's, it's very sad, but our commitment is to keep the business thriving and successful, um, through this period of, um, you know, hopefully it's, it's only a couple of weeks, you know, but we're, we're going to 
adapt and um, try to do everything that we can so that our employees have a place to come back to when this is all over. I mean, um, knowing that this is like a moving thing and you know, every day it seems like there's some new bit of information, but uh, you know, how are you uh, changing things up in terms of being able to just, you know, to continue to thrive or stay, stay afloat economically? Well, we've, we've been in constant contact with um, the Brewer, Connecticut Brewers Guild and also our state representatives to mm-hmm. understand what it is that the state can do for us to, to modify our license um, and, and the way that we go to market with our consumers. Um, I don't know if you've seen ads recently for uh, these these companies. One one of them is called the Amazon of, of wine and liquor. Okay. Yeah. Where they'll deliver similar. to your home, um, and they're they're not local companies. Um, they're you know these companies that will that illegally are able to deliver alcohol to people's houses um and we've asked our representatives to um you know allow us a temporary authorization to do the same you know we just want to be in the same boat as these these other companies that can do this because if it comes to the point where people aren't coming to us or as we know, um, you know, today the governor has has shut down all non-essential businesses. Now, now we fall into the category of being essential, thankfully. Yes. Um, but if but if people aren't coming to our curbside, then we're going to um, you know see even a bigger deterioration in our sales. So, you know, we've been asking the legislature you know, thinking ahead here, what is going to happen if we have a shelter in place or what is going to happen if, um, if we get to the point where, um, you know, some cities in in California and New York are, are completely shut down. What can we do to still, um, to still, uh, serve our customers? Um, we just have not had a good answer from, uh, the state yet about that. Hmm. Unfortunately. No, it, it, I think it all. It does seem like it's uh, everybody is kind of like building this plane while they're flying it, uh, and that's all well and good when it's in the abstract. But we're talking about real people's lives here and real people's livelihoods. Um, it's, it'd be one thing if you had six packs out there in package stores. You would say, okay, there's that's a that's a stream of revenue, but you guys are you know directly from the tap room. Um, how has this um, impacted your you guys personally? You know, we're just trying to, to maintain a positive attitude through the whole thing. And, um, you know, because the negativity can really bring you down and it's just uh, destructive and um, de-energizing. So, you know, it's it's long, hard days. It's a lot of strategizing together, throwing ideas out there. We, You know, at one point we were just um, brainstorming different ideas, anything that you can uh, think of that could potentially be something different that we could do. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, you know, building a whole new business model on the fly, Um, you know, because of course a week ago, our business model was, was fully tap room. Um, And so, you know, we've thought about things, uh, you know, in terms of speeding up can, um, 
canning line operations. Um, of course, the supply chain for cans is really tight right now mm-hmm. um, because we're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just having to think a couple weeks out and um, figure out what's best for us and, and what the next move is going to be um, for us as a business, especially if this continues for for weeks. Yeah. Oh, I imagine. Um, it, it, have you... Um... It is about being kind of put in a position where you have to have to scramble, um, and that's where you kind of see your capacity to handle adversity. Uh, what have you learned about yourselves in terms of um, you know, venturing outside of what you had planned even just a month ago? Yeah, I I don't know. It's funny. I think um, if I look back uh, back on you know, where we came from a, just a week ago, we're, we're pretty um, agile in changing our direction uh, quickly and, and jumping out there. And I think the other thing, too, is, you know, there, Chris has been saying this to me all week, there are um, people, small businesses and individuals in, in this situation that will lead and take action quickly and um, get out there with the message quickly. Mm-hmm. And then there are some that will just kind of look and follow and see what's what's happening. And, and you know, what we tried to, to do with this situation was make a decision quickly, um, get out there to our customers and tell them what we're doing, um, make them feel comfortable. Um, and we've also been trying to... Um, make them laugh too you know we're we're spending long nights at long days and nights at the brewery you know serving customers and then doing everything else that needs to be done on a daily basis um and you know it's tiring but at the end of the day if we can get on a facebook live and connect with our customers and you know chris was in an in a your suit yesterday Um, if it makes them laugh and provides some levity during this tough time where we're you know cooped up we're trying to homeschool our children Um, you know a lot of us are working from home some of us are working Um, if we can provide some some uh, laughs during this whole time that's valuable to our our customers too I had a chance to talk to Chris as well. Chris is the head brewer at Brewery Legitimus. And, um, you know, again, just like just like Christina, certainly um, has his mind on the future. And it's and he sounds like he's feeling pretty positive. We always have a wide variety of beers available. Um, you know, I've got um, a tank full of Pilsner right now. We're going to get ready to condition and start releasing um, we have Satan's Kingdom, our Bells are strong. Um, you know, what's nice about these styles of beers is that they're meant to be consumed over longer periods of time. Uh, they're more shelf stable. They're not as, um, as, as differential to changes as, um, an IPA or a New England IPA is. So what we're going to do going forward is we're going to keep our IPAs on for our customers because everybody loves them, but we're going to keep that, um, we're going to keep them in a tighter supply so that we don't have a large, uh, supply for however this market's going to change in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, you got to be as nimble as possible, but of course it's it's so hard to tell what's going to happen from, from day to day. It just, right now, everything just seems so, um, I mean, if you pay attention to the news as often as some of, some of us stuck at home are, it, it, gets, uh, it gets 
to the point where you're thinking only negative things. But, uh, you know, if anything, what have you learned from this uh, experience so far, knowing that there's there's still quite a, a ways to go? The biggest thing for breweries or any small business right now is you need to have the ability to, to pivot to a changing condition pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, be ready for upcoming changes. Try to be one or two steps ahead. I prefer two steps ahead of what you think is going to happen so that when that change comes, you're ready for it. Um, you know, right now, if we were to be completely shut down as an industry in this state with no distribution, no sales, nothing, um, we have, you know, a moderate amount of IPAs, but the other beers that we have, you know, are, we have two loggers or three loggers right now. They're going to condition beautifully. Uh, we have um, other beers uh, that will condition fine for 30, 60, 90 days. Um, but the biggest thing is um, being able to react quickly and um, intelligently to a changing condition in the market, um, you know, based on, on whatever future restrictions come our way. But right now we're committed to making the highest quality beer, um, packaging the highest quality beer. Uh, we have ridiculous uh, sanitation methods. We've been constantly refining our process uh, to make sure that we're bringing the safest beer out to the public as possible and uh, separating ourselves from the process at the end as much as possible. Um, so we, you know, the gloves, the PPE, the sanitizer, it's constant for us. Um, everybody can tell you that's gotten beer from us this last week. They've all gotten the safety lecture, even if they've been to the brewery three times this week, they've gotten the safety lecture from me. Um, this has been sanitized. The screen has been sanitized. Um, we're really focused on, you know, keeping our facility as clean as possible, which is why we locked our doors on Tuesday morning. And we bring the beer out to you. Uh, we're very controlling on the access points inside right now. Um, even if you were to stop by right now to do this interview, I would do it out in the parking lot. I wouldn't do it inside the brewery. So we take it very seriously. Sure. And people come drive up. They stay in their car. Is there any interaction between you and the customer at all? I mean, Absolutely. You... Yeah. yeah you know, Christina definitely, uh, she assigned me the role of, of being the, uh, the beer ambassador. So... I go out, um, I give the safety lecture, I hand the beers, I take the payment, and we talk. I probably talk to every car for at least two or three minutes, sometimes more, you know. So, yeah, it's a great chance to connect with customers. Um, We've, you know, always been kind of ahead of this curve a little bit with getting ready for things. We kind of saw some of these things coming. But most importantly, um, you know, we're calm, we're professional. We want them to relax. Um, we are doing uh, everything we can to make sure that uh, we're bringing the best beer to them and uh, that we're being safe about how we do it. So I spend a couple minutes talking, you know, laughing with them, um, making a joke at my expense, whatever makes you happy at this point. You know, it's important for people to, to have some hope and be happy. Um, and even if it's just picking up a beer that they're going to go enjoy on their deck, uh, we want to make that experience good for them. It, yeah, it is, a, it is quite amazing what it feels like to not have that one-on-one uh, conversation, you know, especially when you're used to having it, you know, on a regular basis. So good for you. Um, I wish you guys luck and I appreciate the time that you've given me. Uh, anything else you think, uh, folks need to know? Um, you know, that we're here, uh, every day. We're in a good position. Um, over at Legitimus, we have a good supply of beer. We've got a lot of planning. My wife is an amazing planner. You should see her map out things. It's crazy. Um, We're good to go. Uh, We're here to weather the storm and to be there for our community. Excellent. Well, best of luck to you. I'm happy to to hear that things are going so positively for you. And uh, yeah, I'll be on the lookout for what the future holds. 
That's Absolutely. And you know, the biggest thing is to be as positive as possible in this situation. Agreed. It's, it's, it's definitely trying everybody. Um, but, you know, we got to stick together as a community and um, help each other. I tell everybody, uh, every dollar you spend at a small business right now in Connecticut is like spending $5. Um, that dinner you might go out and, and get to take home could be the difference um, in somebody staying open an extra day to pay their staff and to keep their restaurant going, which feeds their family. Um, so the local support local has never been more important than it is right now. So big thanks to Christina and Chris for their time uh, to talk to me. Uh, you can order beer for pickup from them if you're in the area. You can just go to brewerylegitimus.com slash go to hyphen beer. Thank you very much for listening to It Starts With Beer. Don't forget to check out my website, beersnobrights.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Beer Snob Writes. And I'll see if I can get more reports in during this giant time of change and upheaval. Please stay safe. And uh, if you like what you've heard, please pass along. Have a great day.